Welcome to the official podcast of Forternia.com. We have the power. I'm your host, AJ, aka Voodoo Magic, aka Zor. And sitting hundreds of miles away from me is my right hand man at arms, Colt, aka Red Pyramid, aka Dad at Arms. How are we doing today, Colt? I'm doing great, AJ. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. And today's episode, guys, is titled New Adventures, taking, taken from the um, so, so beloved 1990 reboot series, New Adventures of He-Man, not really, but applied to the very exciting news that a new Masters of the Universe revelation continuation has been announced, subtitled Revolution. And we're going to spend this episode speculating on what this follow-up series will give us and what we want it to give us. Now, in that um, last podcast, Cole, we didn't really know the news yet, correct? It was the day before yeah. or a couple of days before? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it was, we, we recorded day of that announcement. Am I, am I remembering right? We recorded that evening. Yeah, I think so. Or at least so probably it, ma maximum two days, right? Yeah. And so it was still pretty fresh and we were still, there's not a lot of news had come out beyond that it was happening in the poster reveal. Yeah. And so it was just a lot of excitement on our end in our last, in our last podcast, our last episode. Yeah, so for anyone who just listened strictly to our podcasts, uh, it looks like it was on June 8th um, during Netflix Geeked Week, where Tiffany Smith, otherwise known as Andra, mm -hmm. um, announced that uh, we were going to get a follow-up series to Masters of the Universe Revelation. And we were jumping <laughs> we were jumping all over the place excited messaging each other we were uh, so excited with the news and we actually ran onto youtube and did a little news video um, because we couldn't contain our excitement and we wanted to discuss it just a little bit um right away um but we didn't go into length or the lengths that we're going to go into today in regards to our speculation yeah but we had a feeling that uh, this was going to happen. I mean, before uh, we predicted it actually on May 17th, it looks like, uh, before Tiffany even was announced as host. And uh, this is why, ladies and gentlemen, you need to become a reader of foreternia.com because, you know, we're ahead of the news, you know, we're the two smartest guys that you know on this podcast currently. Yeah. we're we're ahead of the news we we're the the we sit on the elders council of eternia <laughs> yes we do <laughs> well and clearly we might not be so bad at speculating considering we guessed this so maybe some of our speculation today will be correct too sure so um <clears throat> colt do you want to start do you want to throw something at me in regards to um one of your speculations that you think either will occur or you hope will occur. Um, sure. I think, I think the, the thing that I want to see 
I guess more of is I want to see um, more development of Adam's and Tila's relationship uh, going off how Revelation ended with them standing on the balcony holding each other's hands and blushing together. That was a pretty good note to end that series on. And it's always been one of my favorite aspects of the franchise. You know, I've always liked them as a couple. And so I was excited that we were seeing official movement in an animated form, you know, moving forward with, with that aspect of it. And so I think, I think that's a big, you know, an easy thing to speculate about what this follow-up season will be a little bit about There's more of them together and not, and not so much of the, uh, cause you know, revelation dealt with a lot of the anger between them, the wedge as Adam puts it, that was driven between them because of his secret. And now that there's no more secrets and they've kind of aired their grievances, I think they're in a better place. And I don't think we'll see that much antagonistic feelings between them. And that's a good thing. Yeah, call me sappy, but uh, I was definitely one of them that wanted them to kiss at the end of the oh, day, yeah. you know, but but for a close second, I'll take a blush and holding hands <laughs> and the way she said um, she cut Adam off and said, my hero. Yeah, um, it was very sweet. Yeah, it was very sweet, very touching. And yeah, it's been something I've been looking forward to a long time um, as a big Filmation fan they kind of teased a romantic interest between the two for a long time. Yeah. The, there was a, several episodes where Tila was indicating um, what kind of love interest she would be interested in. Mm-hmm. And um, it always revolved around uh, Adam, He-Man, or a combination of the two. Yeah. I think there's one specific, thing she says that she that her ideal her ideal man would be somebody that had adam's charm and wit but with he-man's courage yep yep and i i think that's great and there were some episodes too that um where tila would be not necessarily um falling for anyone but um showing some attention to either a new visitor, a new male visitor to Eternia. Mm -hmm. And Adam or He-Man was clearly jealous. And Mm -hmm. uh, so, geez, 40, 39 years ago, they were um, laying the seeds down, you know? Yeah. And this is the closest we've gotten in this continuity. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen their relationship develop to the point of marriage in the comics you know the eternity war comics run we see them get married um it's been talked about in the classics biographies um but yeah in in animated form this is as far as their relationship has ever been taken like you said you know and you bring up uh you know there's a lot of episodes not a lot but there's episodes in those filmation in that filmation series where we see even tila showing a little bit of jealousy towards female characters that take an interest in, in He-Man. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's definitely there. It's an underlying theme. And even going back so far as to the old newspaper comics and the mini comics of the eighties, there's little hints here and there of how they feel about each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. So I, I too would like to see that um, come to fruition, you know, and um, maybe, maybe just maybe, and maybe not in revolution, but maybe in a, a trilogy, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see or be hearing rather wedding bells, maybe. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, you know, but I, I think it's pretty safe to assume that they're definitely, you know, moving their relationship forward based off how Revelation ended. They're, they're in a good spot together. Hmm. And it, it made me grin like an idiot to see it. So, <laughs> not an idiot, just the love struck lovebird that you are, sir. That's right. That's right. <laughs> No, I, I was grinning too. Um, yeah, so I, I would love that too. And maybe I'll lead into um, just mentioning of a trilogy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even think I was planning on talking about this, but I guess one of my wishes would be that this becomes a trilogy. I, I have no idea what Ted's plans are, Kevin's plans are, Rob's plans are, but um, this, you know, the, I always said that this first series, Revelation, it felt like Tolkien. It felt like yeah. Lord of the Rings. And we did have our fellowship, right? Yeah, yeah, we um, had a fellowship. Of Beastman and Andra and Roboto and uh, well, everyone. You guys know the show. And, and I really hope, now that we're getting a second entry, that this becomes a trilogy. With these monumental story events, I'm not sure if it could become much more than that. You know, if, if this is going to be the same scope as Revelation, it's only so far that you can continue at this speed, at this kind of world-changing events. Um, so it's not something we obviously could do 30, you know, um, seasons worth. Right. You know, without making it very, very small. And I just... I just wouldn't predict they're going to do that. Um, They're going to want to make these events. So I really hope that we get one more, especially if Revolution turns out to be just five seasons long. Oh, five seasons. Listen to me. Episodes. Thank you. And correct me if I say something goofy like that, Colt. Sure thing. Uh, Five episodes long that I really hope they're planning to shore up um revolution with like your idea of redemption or uh, another r um letter title that um just makes this this trilogy that we can always call back to this trilogy of how wonderful it was and this 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 grand plan this grand story and i just hope it goes there Mm -hmm. you know and another thing i hope comes from this is i hope we see um a lot of the negative reaction that we saw with revelation i hope that is a, i don't I, I hope it i hope revolution can give it a little bit of context if this is a big interconnected story you know if as they say they say that revolution continues where revelation ended off you know i hope it can do something for the fans out there who were dissatisfied with what they saw with revelation you know, I don't want to presume to speak for all fans. You know, I know that I liked it. I know that you liked it, but I know there's fans out there that necessarily didn't like what they saw with Revelation. And so I think that's one thing that I do want to see is I want to see 
I want to see more people happy with masses of the universe. I think that's yeah. always a good thing. I agree. I agree. But I do know the reality of the situation that you can't please all the people all the time. Definitely. Right. Yeah. And if you try to do that, if you try to be all things to everyone, you're not pleasing anyone. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that actually is applicable to you and me, Colt, because think of Masters of the Universe. Think of all the iterations that there's been from the mini comics to the large size comics to the filmation series to uh, New Adventures to the 20, uh, 2000X series to the live action movie. The, the, the IP keeps changing. It keeps morphing to the CG show. And not all of these iterations are necessarily going to appeal to everyone. I know some of these iterations don't appeal to you and I, right. and, and that's okay. You know, and I just wish, I wish fans also would see that in that kind of prism that it's, there's something for everybody. And you know, some people, you know, um, I was talking to someone today and uh, they were saying, you know, I don't like the, they call it the emo lin. You know, there are a lot of aspects they like of Revelation, but they just don't like the the emo aspect. Mm -hmm. And um, I brought up the uh, Kevin Smith commercial where, um, <laughs> where they're playing with the toys. Yeah, where they're playing with the toys and it's Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith and, uh Kevin Smith is playing with his evil in and, you know, and talking about the, the nihilism and the, mm -hmm. the hopelessness of it all. And then there's Jason Muse that just wants to go, I'm He-Man, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, not everything is always going to appeal to, to everybody. So I hope I hear you and it'd be nice if this gets a lot less negativity, but I don't want to sacrifice their vision to get there. Right. Definitely not. I don't want to see that for sure, because I do like what we got with Revelation and I want to see that trajectory continued. You know, I guess I just. Yeah, you know, as, as, as I said, it it would be nice if. People can be satisfied with what what they get. Yeah. And I there might be more, but like you said, we're not going to win over. Um, you know, I've I've seen people with with conspiracy theories that sure. um, I've seen some theories already on the internet that uh, masters of the universe revelation was not a, a success that the, um, the only reason why we're getting another season is that it was part of the initial order mm -hmm. episode order by Netflix. Even though I learned early 2021 before a single episode aired before any trailer aired, that there was 26 episodes aired for uh ordered by netflix for the cg show mm -hmm. and and only 10 for uh revelation and of course we also learned afterwards as kevin smith talked and had his fingers crossed that uh decision was going to be made by netflix after the fact if the series it depended how many um viewers there were for uh, season two or part two, depending on where right. you live, it had to reach. What was the word? Did it start with an E? But it had to justify. There, there was a word that Kevin Smith used that escapes me. But um, yeah. it had 
the viewer the viewership had to justify the go back for you know an, another story but right. these these people don't want to let go of or they want to hold on to the idea that the show is a failure that here is this conspiracy theory now that's created yeah so even with reality staring at you in the face um you're not going to please everybody <laughs> you're not yeah. going to and and that's it go ahead yeah i, I was just going to say yeah and you're right you know that's just the unfortunate realistic side of things yeah yeah that's i Real quick to just jump on one more conspiracy theory and then we'll move on is um, I actually listened to people say that they believe Andra was He-Man. And between the four months of part one and part two, mm -hmm. that Kevin Smith went on a damage control blitz and rewrote scripts and brought the cast back in to re-record voices. Reanimated everything. Yes, uh, did animatics, reanimated everything, uh, redid the score, um, just as damage control. And I'm like, you know, I just shake my head. So it's. <laughs> I I don't know a lot about animation, but I know enough to know that four months isn't enough time to do that scope yes. of animation. Yes. I'm sorry, that's an unrealistic conspiracy. Yeah, very Although very unrealistic. Otherwise, we get revolution in three more months. <laughs> yeah, we'd have we'd have it next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was one of mine. Uh, you go again, Colt. You got another? Okay. Yeah, I, I think this is the big one that we can speculate on. Um, I think we're going to see the horde. I think that's a pretty we are easy easy speculation. I mean, we saw the symbol. <laughs> the symbol was right there in Revelation and in the prequel comics where it, it's there it's there it's all over i mean in the in the prequels we see hordak himself you know with his with a few of his classic minions like uh grizzlor and mantana uh yeah and then with the end of revel Reve we're getting the names mixed up with the yeah. end of revelation we see skeletor being transformed by motherboard and then we see the the horde symbol flash you know so i think that's the general speculation that everybody has going into revolution is that we will see the horde be the main prop. I don't know, maybe the main antagonist of the, of this series of this season. Yeah. And so with that, you know, going off what you said about wanting, hopefully seeing a third season, my mind goes to the other big villain faction of masters of the universe, which is King Hiss and the snake men. And I think that's where I'd like to ultimately see it go. But as you know, as far as revolution, I think I think we will see the horde. Yeah, I actually want to see what was that playset? Oh, it's escaping me. You you'll know it. The horde playset, the vintage one. The the uh, fright zone. Fright zone. Yeah, I want to go to the fright zone. Yeah, and I want to see the slime pit. How rad would it be I, to see the slime pit in action? Your favorite uh, He-Man character. Uh, yeah. Or, or see, figure, figure, right? Yeah, the 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 horde zombie slime pit, he man. That would oh, be kind of exciting. That would be, that would be, and then we'd get to see it, um, Zor willing in uh, Masterverse form as well. Oh yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about Hordak. You know, um, 
Meaning not that I'm not excited that he's coming, um, but it seems like kind of obvious, you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah. uh, yeah, I think we're going to get him. And I, I think even Kevin Smith has talked about him and, um, you know, in regards to, you know, I think I, I read an interview. Oh, that might've been with Thrillist too, where he was just talking about Hordak and Kevin Smith was saying he wasn't going to have the, the length of time the the latest Shira Netflix series had to really develop Hordak. Um, mm -hmm. So he's not going to have that kind of real estate. And um, but he think he thinks he's figured a good way. And um, yeah, I'm just excited. I, I'm definitely excited yeah. to see Hordak and be honest with you, Colt. What excites me most about Hordak is I'm hoping we get some flashbacks again. Do you yeah. you know in Masters of Uni Universe Revelation um, there was a flashback to a young Lin, and yes. we and we see the Horde Skeletor. I think on the Powerhouse Animation Studios animatic, um, not animatic uh, model sheet, they called him the Traveler. This they called that Skeletor in the Horde getup the Traveler. Okay. And, and uh, you, you open up a portal and we saw young evil Lynn. Well, that was an actual portion of the Masters of the Universe Revelation prequel comic. I think it yes. was issue three. Yeah, it was issue three. Yep. So I'm when I'm seeing Hordak, I'm focusing in on um, when Skeletor was Skeletor's issue, which was issue number two. And he was on his... He was in his dimension, the realm of Apilolius. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. But where he was a slave with his people. And he became a hero because he was able to overcome the slaves. And he later actually, Skeletor, and they called Skeletor an interesting name too. He had an actual name other than Skeletor. I can't recall. But he... Um, he got himself a family and mm -hmm. uh, a wife and a child. And then his enslavers, they weren't extinct. And as revenge, they came back and they slaughtered his family. And then Hordak appears. And it feels like a little bit of a deal like we saw. You ever see Star Wars Revenge of the Sith? Cole? Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. So where uh, Anakin's worried about losing um, Padme to death mm -hmm. yeah where that i think horde hordak lures this sort of um resurrection in front of him and um and if skeletor actually just sort of aligns himself with hordak that eventually he will obtain the power to bring them back and there's this really i mean imagine imagine in this comic and i would love to see this he um uh, Skeletor goes and has his revenge over the, the creatures that first enslaved his people and then killed his family. And he beheads them. And the heads of these creatures are the head is the head of his havoc staff. Yeah, that, he, that ram skull. Yeah. And he beheads this 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 villain and puts it on a pike. <laughs> 
And next thing you know, looking at the pike, he straps it together and Hordak blasts it with some magical energy. And this is what becomes the Havoc Staff. And imagine we get to see that in a flashback in Revolution Cult. That would be awesome. It'd be fun. Yeah, it'd, yeah. Be, it'd be pretty cool. And I would love to see... Now, his daughter was resurrected in that prequel comic. And yes. I'd, I'd love... and she actually did not stay with Skeletor. She stayed with the Horde. So I would love mm -hmm. to see what became of her. And could it be possible that his daughter is motherboard? Now, I know that might be just crazy out there, but he kind of says in that teaser at the end of Masters of the Universe Revelation, it kind of almost seems like he recognizes her. Don't you think? Or no, he didn't get that impression. Um, I I took it that he recognized the symbol. Well, the symbol didn't um, come out till later, a, right? But as it was opening up is when he kind of has this recognition. He says something like, no, it can't be, or something like that. I think not that he recognizes the symbol, but that he recognizes the machinations of the horde at play mm. with this transforming motherboard figure. That was my take anyways. I mean, I like your take. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it would be wild. So that, um, so if anything, that's what I'm looking for with Hordak. Otherwise, I'm just excited Hordak is there, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, I wasn't planning on actually saying this one, but this just came to mind. So if I'm going to go next, I'm just going to quickly say, one, since I'm on the topic, I hope Masters of the Universe Revolution brings us more comics. Yeah. You know, because guys, I'm a big comic reader. Um, and I used to be a, a larger fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not so much after the Infinity Saga ended. And uh, I picked up a lot of those prequel comics that led up to movies like civil war and guardians of the galaxy and these things were just fluff they were they were throwaway issues they they felt like cash grabs right yeah, yeah. really didn't enhance the story at all really didn't add any context or meaning and i ended up just hating prequel comics but boy did masters of the universe revelation prequel comic the four issues from dark horse made me a believer again i think the only time i was ever this big of a believer is i read the um mad max prequel comics for mad max fury road and apparently those comics were co-credited by george miller the creator of mad max and apparently, as they were, as George Miller liked to do before his movies, he likes to create backstories for not just his characters that might be on the on the screen for a few minutes, but also the vehicles, you know, the crazy vehicles yeah. he'd come up with backstories. Yeah. So because the creator was involved, these, these comics were so good. They were so meaningful. And here again, the creators were involved. Who were the writer? You know, I mean, it was... Uh, Tim Sheridan, right, who did the script, mm -hmm. but it was based off a story off Kevin Smith, Rob David. And, and Rob David, yeah. Yeah, and um, I think the fact that this came from the minds of the writers of the main series 
helped this become so substantial. And guys, this is really a great addition. And well, and, and it also gives more. It, it, it does the thing that you want a prequel comic to do is it actually gives context to what we see in the show. You know, it gives, it already has in there things going on with Tila where she's already starting to suspect that she's being kept in the dark um, about He-Man and Adam and, and things like that. And we see her mind wiped and we see these things happen to her. You know, we see why she's being named the new man at arms in the first place. Um, you know, in episode one, we see why that is occurring. We see that in the prequel comics, you know. Spoiler, she saves King Randor by tapping into her innate sorceress abilities. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a very valuable addition to Revelation to have this prequel comic as well, because it just gives you more of that that world building and that, you know, it gives you more of the, the character motivations and the character development. You know, and that that's what you want from from a good prequel comic or any type of tie-in material. Yeah. And it gave us meaning to the Orlax mm -hmm. and it, it gave us a reveal to how Skeletor finally learned the orb of power was the secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, the castle is really the hall of wisdom. So it was fantastic. So all that's a big wish of mine, guys, that I hope revolution comes with another dark horse limited series that i could just sink my teeth into so please kevin if you're listening if any of you guys tim ted rob somebody <laughs> please you know, make it happen yeah with with the same team same writer same artist like i love the art in those in those comics yeah it was oh, she was great wow. yeah uh, mindy mindy lee mm -hmm. she's great yeah so, and yeah. i love that i love that little um addendum in the trade paperback when they collected all four comics oh, a little they bit dedicated of art that she yeah yeah they dedicated a few pages to her um her yeah her conceptual art and it was a lot of it was great yeah very very nice so yeah i i am in agreement with you on that i'd love to see more yeah me too all right i guess i'm i'm until you run out Cole, and it's okay if you do i'm passing it over to you okay let me think um I could go I'm again. Sure, yeah, I'm I'm curious. I want to see I want to see Roboto again. I want Roboto brought back. Yeah. Well, actually, a little later in this podcast, I plan on going through all the characters. Okay. So so and, so we'll we'll save it for that then. Yeah, we'll definitely save it for that. So Okay. Um I, I tell you another thing that um I'm hoping for is and I had mentioned this in our uh, news video broadcast when this first was announced and i i would really love if revolution would explore if tila and he-man can have it all and i this this is what i touched upon in our broadcast you know i, I use the um the proverb the american proverb you you can't have your cake and eat it too which right which means um, to people who are not familiar with the, the proverb, it means you can't hold your cake and eat it. As in, once the cake is eaten, it's gone. 
And the message is you really can't enjoy the good parts of something without dealing with the bad parts. So starting with He-Man, I mean, everybody knows He-Man's secrets now. Everyone knows it's Adam. Everyone knows who his parents are. They are the royal family. And if the villains know who the hero loves, they can get to that hero through the loved ones. I mean, Evil, Evil Lynn could see that. She said to defeat He-Man, all you have to do is butcher King Randor, um, something we actually might see in revolution due to randor's uh crown you know lying on the on the ground in a teaser poster but uh she said all you have to do uh, to defeat he-man is butcher king randor and he-man will come crawling on his knees begging to keep his mother alive and i would love if these main characters realize that there's also consequences to not keeping secrets mm-hmm. You know, the, the flip side to the coin we got in Revelation. And, and the same goes with Tila. The old um, great power comes great responsibility mantra. You know, perhaps her mother was somewhat correct that loved ones can take you away from your focus. You know, make right. Castle Grayskull more vul- vulnerable to your villains you know, as she's enjoying those relationships that makes her stronger in her eyes, that her eyes actually um, come off the ball. You know, even a romantic relationship with Adam might be a destruction enough that once calamity occurs and, you know, that quite possibly she learns to do this job, all relationships do, in fact, or most relationships might have to be discarded, you know, was her mother right, you know, and di- diving into that would be really juicy for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It'd be interesting to see, you know, what are the consequences of these choices? You know, we already saw what the consequences of secrets are with Revelation. So now I think the natural progression of that, of that, that theming is to see the consequences play out for the conscious choices we make in regards to protecting the power. Yeah. Of not keeping secrets of not, um, you know, of always telling the truth of, yeah. of wearing the truth on your sleeve. Yeah. You know, and it, and it also makes me wonder like, you know, in terms of Adam, now that people know he's this great hero and he's brave and he's, he-Man, how does that affect him? Does it go to his head? Does he kind of, I don't know, does he get a big head about it? Or does he kind of resent the fact that he's now getting all this new attention? Hmm. Well, it will, it will be interesting that no one could call Adam lazy anymore. You know, he no, can't be. No. <laughs> Tila, well, it can't be like, Adam, you're sleeping again, you know? <laughs> Anytime when there's excitement, you and Cringer are off fishing. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't see that being in Adam's heart, personally. I don't I don't see it either. It's just yeah. a thought, thought exercise. Yeah. So um, well, okay. Another thing. 
I would love to see is, um, well, if we, if we do get a way where Lynn will return, right. Mm -hmm. That we would probably want to see her explore a path of penance, you know, a a path of self-imposed restitution. Um, because I believe there are a lot of fans that were wondering why Evil Lynn wasn't locked away in the palace dungeon after all she did. Right. You know, but, but for me, her arc was uh, very much the filmation way where we see a lot of villains see the error of their ways. Um, Your least favorite cult Fisto was a villain and he (laughs) saw the error of his ways. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and we ha- and we have to remember that 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 Lynn didn't lose the fight here. She 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 gave up. She wasn't beaten in the fight with Tila. You know, she was more shown the light. Yeah, the pa- she was persuaded to surrender, more or less. Yeah, yeah, or sh- yeah, or more convinced. Yeah, well, persuaded, yeah. convinced. I guess that's the same thing. But the yeah, the power wasn't taken away from Dark Lynn. Um, she ma- you know what? Lynn made the choice to relinquish it, you know, the ultimate power. So it, if she does return, I would like her to take a self-imposed path uh to make up for all the things she's done, you know. P- perhaps it's restoring Preternia. If it hasn't been already, because I'm not sure if it hasn't been already. Yeah. Um, you know, when when I I kind of got the impression, even though we didn't see it, that all everything was reversed. You know, yeah. not, not, not just Scareglow's army, but possibly Paternia was restored too. And that granted, show us, you know, and they didn't. But if Paternia doesn't exist, maybe um that could be your path or or maybe bringing uh, Fisto and Clampchimp back from yeah. Subternia, you know, yeah. basically undo some wrong that has been done. If you're going to bring her back, you can't just say she's good now, <laughs> right? There's got to be right. some, at least some regret, some remorse. She's got to earn it. Yes, yes, yes. It's not like, hey, we're good now. That's awesome. Yeah. You destroyed heaven. That's awesome. You know, but I also don't want to see her just be a complete goody goody hero i still want to see a little bit of her personality still to play with who she is i i like her as the reluctant hero you know that we kind of saw a little bit of with revelation before she went full villain as she's wont to do but you know I, i i don't i don't think we necessarily need to see her completely i'd like to see her more of a neutral character as opposed to being one of the good guys i would like to see her as one of the good guys but with attitude sure you know if this is truly a trilogy right in my mind um i I just want her to be like she was during the fellowship you know um with no filter right yeah yeah willing to call you a fool if you're a fool and willing to call you out if you're hiding your love for He-Man and willing to be a smart ass, you know, mm-hmm. and call a merman a flounder, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, yeah, no filter, you know, they, almost yeah. like a grump, grumpy old man, you know, in a way. But well, it's, it's like uh, it's 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 the the purpose that Batman serves in the Justice League. Yeah, he's a hero, but he's going to be a brooding jerk the entire time he's there, and we love him for it. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but I, I still wouldn't want her neutral. Like we don't know where she's going to turn because otherwise, sure. Yeah. The ending, fair. the ending wouldn't be. Um, it would undo the the emotional punch of episode yeah and i i i i think that's i think that's what i'm getting at not necessarily that i want to see her be neutral but you know more like what what you're explaining is i don't want her to lose her attitude just because she's made the choice to do the right thing almost like a anti-hero in a way right yeah 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 so she, she's there she's helping out the hero she's going on the adventures but she's exasperated the entire time <laughs> and she's mocking everybody yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah so we we'll, want to see, we'll we see evil in sass yep so um and and speaking do you have any more cult i'm just gonna take the stage here i I, I... I think yeah i no i think i'm tapped out with oh, speculations okay. and and where this story could go i think i've said my main ones all right so i'm gonna keep going <laughs> let's go uh let's go um another one for me you know i was mentioning about uh lynn possibly bringing fisto and clam champ back from subternia is the king of subternia himself see um Another thing that I would love explored is um, back in those depths of Subternia, you know, when when Tila uh, mistakes Scareglow for Skeletor, you know, Ske Scareglow says something like, Skeletor, not quite, but I remember that name, you know, and I'm like, oh, baby, you know, mm -hmm. uh, let, let's explore more of that. What do you mean you remember his name? Because Scareglow, I don't think, has a definitive origin. He has lots of origins, but not a definitive one. You know, he's yeah. been a ghost summoned from another dimension. He's been Skeletor's ghost. He's He's been a being conjured by Skeletor. Um, in the classics, yeah. he started out as a bounty hunter. Not my favorite idea, by the way. Um, weird. Yeah, but I would love if the writers really cook something up something juicy you know up for scareglow in this filmation revelation continuity yeah you know we also see in you know going back to the prequel comic we see that scareglow was around during the time of king grayskull um because yep. king grayskull goes to him to procure the ore from subternia to create the dark half of the power sword yep and so he you know yeah, I think that is a curious and interesting thing to look more into is what is Scareglow? If he, you know, who is he? What is his origin? He seems yeah. like he's been around for quite a while. Maybe a, a scene where Skeletor and Scareglow come face to face or skull to skull. Skull to skull. <laughs> yeah. Skull off. Uh, obviously, some it would be some sort of reunion. You know. yeah yeah and uh just so we get a little of that backstory about what he meant because i was definitely intrigued you know yeah. when he said that. 
No yawning. Come on, we're talking about revolution. Saw, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, and it's not even. It's not. It's later for you than it is for me. I know. I know. It's, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to discreetly yawn. It's only seven p.m. for cult. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my day starts at four. So okay. To be fair, <laughs> but this is supposed to make you excited. I'm excited. Right. Let's do All this. Right. All right. Um. Let's see. I, I swear I probably don't have much more. Um, or, <laughs> Orco, Orco. Um, you know, I, I don't know about you, Cole, but, um, you know, I would love Orco to, you know, he became this great, powerful mage now. And I would love him to continue this, this arc where, where maybe he moves away from the palace to hone his powers. You know, it's... Um, we can't go back, right? In the beginning, Kevin Smith did this great thing where these characters behave just as they were in the Filmation series. Right. And then stuff became really real. Innocence was lost, and now Eternia is saved. But Orko can't return to be that palace fool any longer. So I would love to see him like high up on this mountaintop um practicing magic training new mages or you know or, what you know what would be really cool is to see orko be a type of mentor for tila in harnessing her new magical abilities now that his hmm. full potential has been unlocked you know with with, with the old series and the old episodes we see many times where it's he-man or it's tila or it's man-at-arms teaching orko how to be brave or how to be a hero so i think it would be interesting to evolve that idea to where he's more he's regarded more as somebody that they can go to for counsel or for help you know it doesn't have to be anything big but i think it would be an interesting Interesting little tweak. See, for me, I wouldn't particularly want to go that way because we we already see, we we've already seen what Tila could do in sure. the in episode ten, and already her powers far exceed Orko the White, I think, to some degree, and the way she was able to harness it and beat Evil Lynn, or best. Evil Lynn or Dark Lynn, who's been using magic since, geez, teenager, right? According to the prequel comics. Um, I just think, you know, that'd be the cart before the horse. Um, it, it, we'd be sort of going backwards and we just got to accept that she's a powerful mage. And, you know, you remember, you ever watched the matrix when he gets loaded <laughs> with a training program and in five seconds he goes, I know Kung Fu, you know, it's, it's, you know, when she went into that pool, she had her training program. And for me, I don't know to spend valuable time out of five episodes. That's just for me. Um, I, I wouldn't want to go backwards that way. I think that would be a step backwards. In regards to you know, she shouldn't be an apprentice now in any way. I I I don't I don't mean that I want to see her as an apprentice, but I want to see her in a position where she's she understands the scope of her abilities and she's willing to learn from others who have had experience. 
<laughs> well, Orko, man. In, in she know, I mean, he had experience he making bubbles. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is magical experience, and well, technically, he's done it longer than she has. It's the wrong experience. I'm just saying, we 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 know Tila, and we love Tila, yeah, because she's been the arrogant captain of the guard, completely sure of herself to the point of folly. You know, now she's the sorceress. I would like to see her in with more of a bit of humility about her. Does that make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? It does and it doesn't even have to be Orko. I think we're talking about Orko, but I think I'm more talking about Tila. What I want to see from her is I want to see her in this position as the new sorceress, as somebody who's learned something and is willing to not necessarily concede, but she's she understands what her limits are and she understands where she can ask for help and that it's okay to ask for help. Because we've seen plenty of arrogant Tila even way back during the filmation show. I mean, that's been her defining characteristic is her hot-headedness and her assurity that she's the best soldier, the best captain, the best pilot. And it's it's I think it's good character development to see that change slightly i still want my tila to be who she is but i'd like to see that she's grown up a little bit i would like to take that idea and replace orko with lynn imagine it was lynn yeah. helping her no that's ah, that's a great that, idea now that would be some magical scenes no pun intended yeah. I think I think there are some puns intended. <laughs> All right, maybe there was. <laughs> but, but yeah, you said. But yeah, I mean, but, but that, that's Lynn, my point. And you 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 sold sure. It. Yeah, there it is. But, but Orko, we, he... we we honed it. We we honed in on the winning winning story beat. Yeah. Definitely. So get a hold of make, us, Netflix. Make it so, <laughs> Ted. <laughs> um. Let's see, do I have anything more? Anything more? Uh, I definitely want more quotable lines, you know. Um, sure. I than... would like to see, you know, going back to what we were talking about with the dissatisfied fans, I would like to see some self referential jokes. <laughs> I'd like to see a joke about Tila's haircut in there. I think that would make me very happy to see them acknowledge and have a little fun with it all right i i would like <laughs> this is so wrong <laughs> i i would like a river where the heroes are standing by okay and this fish swims up with a clown face <laughs> and then someone splashes <laughs> someone steps this on he man's it. boot just crushes it <laughs> and they go he man he goes what and then it moves on to, you know, what have you. <laughs> no, he 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 stomps on it and then Tila just smiles and says, Yeah, I don't really care for seafood. <laughs> this is so wrong. <laughs> We're a family it's, show. No, it's so right. It's right in all the best ways. Uh, moving on. <laughs> 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 How about uh Oh, you got it. Yeah, I had posted this on the uh, official foreternia.com Twitter account that all we need now is a confirmation that Bear is back, Bear McCreary. Yeah. To score this. I mean, his score was 
magnificent. And guys, it's like it's like Jaws, it's like Predator, it's like Star Wars. Bear's soundtrack here truly elevates the material, you know. And um, you know, I, the- I I wasn't I wasn't too impressed with the music for the two thousand series. And I remember going into Revelation thinking, I don't know how they can make the music better than Filmation. But what Bear did with the music was astounding, and I fell in love with it. Mm. And, I, you know, I think you agree with me. Yeah, I brought it up. <laughs> it's superior. Yeah. It's so, We need him back. It's we great. need him back. Yeah, I mean be honest with you it would be a gut punch not to have them back and not to have these themes appear and i wonder if they hired someone else to score this would they use the same themes and incorporate them or would they do just a brand new score i hope not i want to i want to see some of the themes come back and then some new ones you know yeah um kind of like we've seen in star wars the original trilogy um where they they added on to the original soundtrack, but you still hear, heard some of the original themes. I would like the same thing happen here, where we'd still get Man in Arms themes, but we'd get a new Hordak one. You know, that's just something, and maybe a couple more motherboard ones. And uh, come on, Bear, come on, Bear, come on back, Bear. <laughs> I I think he'll be back. That's my guess. I hope so. You know, I'm, I have this fear that sometimes when it's with musicians that some of them want to conquer something new, you know, it's like been there, done that kind of thing where, you know, at some point they might not want to come back a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth time. I don't know what that point is for Bear. I mean, maybe he's one person that would come back 10 times, but sure. I've, I've seen it with other film scores that a lot of them, not all of them, John Williams would be against that rule, but um, tend to like to move other, move on to other musical challenges. Um, but I, I hope if this is a trilogy, um, I hope Bear comes back for all three, please. Yeah. Please, please, please. What, you know, I'm not, I'm not suddenly a, expert on what bear does and doesn't do but i have you know the things he's done he's consistently come back to to work on like he is he scored the soundtrack for 2018's god of war video game and he came back for that sequel that is maybe releasing this year later this year that he came back to score that again he also is the consistent composer for the Highlander series, not Highlander. The, uh, what is that called? Yeah. It's going to say Highlander. That's a long it's time. Not, no, it's not. It's not Highlander. Outlander. 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 Okay. Yeah. He's, he scored that one and that's multiple seasons into its run. So mm-hmm. I, I would be very surprised if he doesn't come back. Maybe if he wants to, it would come down to money, you know? Sure. But, but uh, well, fingers crossed, right? Fingers crossed, kids, that we get Bear back. And because um, this, this he, he's really, I, I've, I've used this before to describe other things, but 
he is also the heartbeat. To, he creates the heartbeat to this series, the emotional heartbeat. Mm -hmm. And he'd be sorely missed. So hopefully they do everything in their power to bring him back. And um, hey, maybe he'll win another award. You know, this first go. time was award winning for him. So yeah. come back, Bear. We love you. All right. I think before we want to get into characters, um, I think that's all I have finally, Colt. So um, unless you have something else to add, um, let's. Nope, I think I'm okay. Let's... Okay. Then let's let's talk returning characters. Now we'll finish this up with uh, new characters we want to see. But um, regarding returning characters, let's let's quickly or not necessarily quickly, but let's at a decent pace go through what characters in Revelation do we expect to return in revolution? And we're going to have to separate our desire to see this character again uh, versus expectation. Not do we want to see this character again, but rather do we think we'll see this character again? And then what we could go back is we could go back um, once revolution comes out, we'll score it. <laughs> how many yeses? Yeah. Yeah, see how we did, you know, how many uh, each of us got right and wrong and uh, see who the genius is here, you know, and uh, will likely result in neither of us are geniuses. <laughs> I, but, I can guarantee that that's probably true. Neither of us are geniuses. <laughs> I want to believe. Oh. <laughs> we're, 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 we're super geniuses. Well, until now, we might have a perfect <laughs> score. So let's just run with that. So let, <laughs> let's start with good, um, good characters, returning characters. Now, we're going to assume that He-Man, Tila, Duncan, Andra, Cringer, Orko, and the King and Queen are returning. Okay? Yes. So we'll start with the Orlax. Yes or no, Colt? Do you think the Orlax uh. is returning? I I'm gonna say yes, just because the Orlax is a millennium old creature, and I don't think it will be a big part of what Revolution is about. But I think we'll see his tentacle here or there coming up out of a grate in Castle Grayskull. Okay, so that's a yes. Um, I adore the Orlax. Actually, I don't know if you can see it. I have one right here behind me. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's um, from the uh, the the Origins, the Mysteries yep. of Grayskull pack, right? Yep. Very cool. And uh, I would like to see a Masterverse um, Orlax come out one day. And uh, mm -hmm. anyone who's uh, please check out our YouTube channel. We have a countdown thirty uh, Masterverse wish list, and Orlax is on that list check out that video but as much as i love orlax i'm gonna say no guys I, I i in regards to my expectation i just don't think we're gonna see him again uh within five episodes of revolution so all right next one um do you think colt that roboto will come back in revolution yes This is so tough. I love Roboto. I love Roboto. I want to say that again. I love Roboto. 
But will he return? Um, I think he returns in the third one. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Ah, but I want him back. I want to be wrong. And I want to see the, uh, what does he wear? The Baja. The, um, is the it poncho. the Baja? The poncho. Yeah. All right. And so he, that... he, need, he, need, he needs a cowboy hat too to go with his poncho. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> a couple of spurs and some cowboy boots. Yeah. 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 And, and, I, and, and for the record, I want to be wrong. I love Roboto. And we need that Masterverse figure, guys. Um, yep. Next one. And I'm going to make it a duo because one does not go without the other. Clamp Champ and Fisto. Now, Cole. They'll be, they'll be back. They'll be back. Take, take your personal thoughts away. <laughs> I'm never wanting to see Fisto again. You think they'll be back in Revolution? Yes. Wow. That's So that's three yeses in a row. This one, I agree with you. I do think Clamp Champ and Fisto will return. There's a pin in this one. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, guys, there was a Ted B. Sully video where, uh, where I, I guess he, he, he brought, he brought them up multiple times and every time they would ask him a question about bringing Fisto and Clamp Champ back, Ted would coyly swerve away from the question by saying, we will, we'll have to put a pin in that and come back around to it. Yeah. I'd love to see them like in Subternia, literally pinned to the wall. <laughs> oh, <would> wow. Be... <laughs> <laughs> they, they literally put a pin in that, you know? They really, they, they did it. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think they'll be back. Okay. So that's yes for, for me and Colt. <laughs> so we're, we're going to have the same score on, on some of these. All right. Now we're going to go to the heroes of Paternia, starting with King Grayskull. Do you think he will be back for Revolution? Yes, just because he he's Grayskull. He he's such a big character in the mythos. I think I think he'll be back. I think so too. At least at least him from the Preternian heroes. Yeah, so that's that's two yeses for King Grayskull. Okay, hero. I want to say I want to say yes, and it makes I guess logically it makes sense that if King Grayskull's back, Hero and the other, but, but I don't know. I've had a lot of yeses, so I'll say no. I'll say no on this one. All right, um, I'm going to go with no. Wundar. No. Me too. No on that one as well. Vicor. No. No, for me as well. Kudak Ungol. Or I don't even know her language. I'm trying to. Unintelligible noises. You say yes? You say yes. All right. I say yes. Simply because she also showed up in Tila's vision of. Or Tila and. Evelyn's vision of primeval Eternia, like the, at the beginning of time, we saw Kuruk. I'm going to say no, and 
that only King Grayskull is seen from Paternia, maybe in a flashback or something. And we're not counting the um, the prequel comics if we get them, guys, or, or no, another, no. another set of prequel comics. So, okay, next one, Mossman. Yes, I think Mossman will be back. I agree too. And I have a very specific reason why. Oh, come on, Let's my know. reason is because. Well, right, right before Preternia gets wiped out, we see him turn to face the blast. He calmly closes his eyes, and he's consumed by the blast. But then we see a green flame representing his spirit lingering for just a brief moment. Yeah, you got to bring so that out on your back. <laughs> yeah, and so I don't know if he does some type of force ghost meditation preservation thing, but he did something special there. I think he'll be back. And yeah, it's Alan Oppenheimer. I agree. So that's two for uh, two yeses from Austin. Next one, Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if, she'll be back. Well, the, the only thing that makes it difficult is if season two, or excuse me, the follow up season, Revolution, is just five episodes. I can also see her not coming back for the next part, but if they're doing a trilogy, the final five. Um, but I'm going to say yes, too. I think we'll see her in Revolution. So, yeah. Okay. How about Ramen? No. Wow. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I don't think your mommy's worried about you is the last thing we're going <laughs> to hear him say. Uh, yeah, I think we're getting Raymond back. Wow. Okay. Um, so do we want to, do we want to even include Stratos or buzz off? Because <laughs> this one, they're just kind of background characters. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're just kind of, because they look like every other avian and Adrenid. Yeah, I know. You know, it's them, but it's also right. just them. Let's let's add them to the reoccurring list. So, do you think Stratos will appear, reappear in Revolution? Yeah. Do I think he'll be voiced? I don't know, but I think he'll show up. You know, and I'll go back and I'll say, you know, along the same lines that I think Ramman will appear too in that context. You can't change. <laughs> I I can do what I want, AJ. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's start over. I've changed my mind on everything. Now we have to start over. No. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Stratos will, will come back. All right. So you're now you're now for a yes for Ram Man. I think I convinced you. So and then uh yes for Stratos and what uh yes for Stratos for me as well. And then what about Buzz Off? Yes. Okay, yes for me as well. Okay, so now let's go to the evil side. And once again, we're going to assume that Skeletor, Triclops, and Motherboard is returning. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Colt, do you think in Masters of the Universe Revolution, Blade will return? No. I agree. I think that's a no. How about Spikor? No. I agree. No spike or. How about Clawful? No. 
I agree. Wow, we're three for three. Look <laughs> at that. Well, how about Goatman? No. I say yes. Actually, oh, he yes. can't change. I'll say yes. <laughs> I, 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 I was still mid-thought. I was still mid-thought. <laughs> I will play. say yes just because he was voiced by Kevin Smith, and so it would make sense that they'd throw that in there again. You can't listen to the genius of AJ and then change your questions. Your you, you you were you had your mouth open to say something when I started changing my mind. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's it's two yeses for Goatman. Yeah. Uh, um, Pig Boy. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So so far we're uh, we're aligned on the uh, the evil masters. How about uh, my favorite vintage toy web store? Don't you break my heart, Colt. <laughs> Don't say it just to break my heart. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And please, Kevin, Ted, Rob, give him, give him a speaking line. Give him a line of dialogue. You know? Give him a cool voice. I'm Webstore. Please, hire me to do it. I'll do it. Yeah, just, just get AJ. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. With his <laughs> one line, I am Webstore. He just walks around. I am Webstore. It's me. It's me. I'm Webstore. <laughs> he just greets people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I really hope he returns. Um, blast attack. No. I agree. I don't see blast attack returning. Whiplash. Yes. I think so, too. I think so, too. Okay. I think so far, are we still in agreement? Yes, we are. Okay. Um, I think I only have three more to this list. Um, Beast Man. He was thrown into the chasm, right? Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I feel like a character like Beast Man not coming back is a bridge too far. Yeah, he's a core character. I'm going to mm -hmm. say yes to... Um, you know, you, you're going to realize that my my new characters are very small because, you know, these main ones are really the ones for me. And, yeah. you know, I could think of some crazy, you know, vintage toys to add on. But, um, yeah, I really want to like drag like drag store. Drag store is going to show up. <laughs> or mosquito. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. he, he is not a member of the horde though mm. all right kind of a dumb character now the, yeah yeah um <laughs> no comment here's a tricky one okay <laughs> because you know lots of love for everyone i have love for everyone um here's a real tricky one this one's gonna be tough panthor Oof. yeah yes I will say yes. We will finally disagree. I will say no. Not in Revolution. I don't see Panther returning. Not with a infected Skeletor. I just, I just don't think so. Maybe this this, this will be Lynn's penance is <laughs> the bring back the, <laughs> the crazy glue all the pieces <laughs> yeah. back together she's just she's just there on the floor of grace called gluing all the pieces together <laughs> mumbling to herself why is one of panther's paws on his head 
Why does he look so funny now? Oh, poor Panthor. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan, um, but yeah, I'm gonna say no. So finally, we disagree on one of these. And finally, finally, Stinkor. No. I'm gonna say yes because it's Jason Muse. So I'm yeah, going that's to... true. Oh no! Don't do it. That's <laughs> true. I didn't change. I said that's true. <laughs> it's okay but if you I change. Will, I, I I will stick with my. Guns. But I, I also have two that I want to throw in the mix that you didn't mention. Oh, please do. Unless, unless you included them in the expected to return characters. Um, no, these, well, the next will be new characters. So these were returning characters right. and then new characters. So go for it. Right. I, did we talk about Trapjaw? We did not. You know what? I was, I should have actually said that among, among assuming, but maybe I shouldn't assume. I just thought Good. he was so big from the the core villain group yeah, and, and, and that that and that's why i was asking would he be considered part of the we assume he's coming back is trap jaw and then also merman i think yeah. they're both coming back yeah me too that they'll be back i think they're part, part of that core group with beast man yeah that yeah. you can't have the series without them and that yeah i should have added my assuming list my assuming list for the heroes is much longer uh, but in spirit, they were there. Yeah, I. They're kind of like. That's kind of what I. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. I figured they were part of your assumption, but I just yeah. wanted to yeah, make they, sure we included them. They seem to be a given to me. Those guys. So, and yeah. Mer, Merman did foreshadow that the sea, mm -hmm. the sea never forgets, and neither do I. Yeah, that was a pretty ominous send off for him to never be revisited. As he lowers. Yeah. All right, so I hope you've been keeping score. You know, you guys could uh, at home uh, write down your own yeses or nos, and then what we'll do is we'll meet together. Or you know what? How about put in the comments, guys, of who you think is going to return? Yeah. Um, let me let me go through the list real quick in case you want to. Um, if anyone wants to throw in the comments for the good, we talked about Orlax, Roboto, Clamchamp, and Fisto, King Gray Skull, Hero, Wundar, Vikor, Kudak Ungol. Mossman, Lynn, uh, Ramman, Stratus, Buzzoff. And for the evil side, we talked about Blade, Spikor, Clawful, Goatman, Pigboy, Webstore, Come on, Webstore, Blast Attack, Whiplash, Beastman, Panthor, and Stinkor. And you know what? Why I'm thinking about this, I should add this because to the heroes. And this is normally a main staple, but who knows? Uh, do you think? Tila and the sorceress will return, Colt. I think she will. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think she will be her astral form, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think she'll be there. All right, let's not add that to the list. That's probably a given as well. So, or at least in some flashbacks or something like that. So, okay, now that we move, uh, we we finished our our belief on returning characters. Let's talk about new characters, finally. We're going to wrap this up with new characters. Um, we're talking Masters of the Universe characters that have yet to appear in Revelation that we hope appears in Revolution. Mm -hmm. And we're going to say Hordak is a given. Yeah. So do you have any uh, new characters that you want to see, Cole? I want to see Rio Blast. Really? I do. Tell he us why. One of my favorite toys as a kid. He was a cybernetic cowboy. 
I grew up on a farm. My dad was a cowboy. And so whenever we'd play with, whenever my dad would play He-Man toys with me on the kitchen table, he would play with Rio Blast. Oh, and so I always, I always loved Rio Blast. So I would like to see him. You know, um, we, we had posted um, on fourternia.com today that um, Kevin Smith brought up um, that uh, he tried to squeeze in Mechanic and Gr Granomir yeah. into Masters of the Universe Revelation. Couldn't, but pretty much close to guaranteed that, you know, they've been set up to appear in um, Revolution. You know, if he had the opportunity to create it. Now, we don't know if it's going to stay that way. Scripts and ideas can change. Mech and neck had that, um, um, that cybernetic neck, you know, that kind of fits in the whole technovirus theme. And But um, you know what? That could be a reason for bringing back Roboto. Mm, I won't change my answer. But um, for, for me, for me, he, uh, Kevin Smith nailed my dream when he said Granamir because... Yeah. Grandamere, I got right up there. Uh, Might have been my first classics I bought. Man, he's the Lord of the Dragons, man, and of Dark Smoke. You know, he's except for the uh, Sky Tree. Uh, Grandamere is the oldest living creature um, in Internia. He's the wisest, just like us, and <laughs> and he's the most powerful. You know, and he's got the red scales, the wings. What makes him awesome is that horned helmet. And um, I just need a revelation or revolution animated version of Grandamere so badly, you know? Yeah. And um, please, guys, please, guys, uh, keep give the voice. Grandamere. Keep, and, well, and keep, give us Grandamere and keep the voice. You know, don't change it up like Merman. Um, get someone who depict, who can do that same voice that uh, John Irwin did, you know, He-Man himself, you know, or uh, can I do the voice? I'm trying to remember it, you know. Granamir doesn't fight humans. Granamir wins. I can't do his voice. Uh, get someone who can do his voice, please. I love that voice. So unique. Yeah. You know, it's his old voice, but Still powerful. Granamir doesn't fight humans. Granamir wins. I don't know. Can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you got you you listeners have realized this, but you will constantly be subjected <laughs> to my voice work, <laughs> like it or not. I I will say that I always look forward to your voice work. <laughs> it's not something that I'm ever going to do is attempt voices so i'm glad that you are willing to take that bullet for the both of us because <laughs> i do i do love to hear you do it it makes uh, me smile thank you. like no like no joking in that statement it makes me uh, smile i think it's great well, i appreciate that so all right so yes the grand mirror do you have uh any more cool um i want to see cobra con i don't think he will show up because that seems more like a snake man yeah inclusion but I'd like to see him at some point in this. And weren't they all the trilogy? Weren't they all defeated in the prequel comics at the time yeah. of Kim Grayskull? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and in two in 2000X series, Cobra Khan was like a descendant of the OG Snake Man. Uh, he was actually one yeah. of the 
he was he was the one that ended up being the reason they came back. He brought him yeah. back. Yeah, they could go that route. Yeah, sure. sure. But probably not um, revolution. Yeah. yeah, yeah, probably not. I don't think so. Uh, uh, I think unless a teaser. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. What else? Um. I would like to. I think it'd be cool to see a revelation version of Anti Eternia He Man. Wow, I don't, but that's a big swing yeah, for a big yeah. villain, and I don't. I really doubt that's part of the plan. Yeah, I don't think for Revolution at least. I just don't see that well, in the cards. Yeah, yeah. I think you, that would have to be something completely different on its own because that's a comp completely different storyline. You know, other from the only other for me other than Grand Amir would be uh, Zodak. And, um, yeah, you know, and I realize in film, in filmation that he's uh, Star Trek in, in nature, you know, not the space cop, uh, he's been in other incarnations, um, that he's not really hands-on he's hands off. He's, he's Marvel's the watcher. He's an observer yeah. Yeah. with, with a vow not to get involved. Um, would I mind him breaking that vow? Um, depends, to be honest with you, because I do like him as an observer, and I, it'd be interesting how they explain what it would take for him to break such a vow. You know, if he didn't do that for Darklin, um, to observe, even if it's um, an apocalyptic event to observe, yeah. but not to interfere, what would push him over the edge, right? But it seems like even, the, if the it, yeah, it seems like if the end of the universe can't bring him out, I don't know what would. I think you're if right. If there's if there's something creative, I would love it. Maybe he would have to be attacked first. Um, but whatever the case, um, I would still like him involved. Um, you know, maybe, maybe because it's I like Star Trek, and like I said, filmation they had a lot of episodes that were Star Trek based in. You know, it even comes back to. Uh, the arena. I don't know. Cole, were you a, ever a watcher of the the original Star Trek series at all? No, no I've never been a big. I've never really been. I don't know a lot about Star Trek. St Star Wars is more action based. Um, Star mm -hmm. Wars was less cerebral. You know, uh, Star yeah. Trek was more prop, uh, thought provoking. Um, but there were like there was an episode, interestingly enough, called the arena. Um, where a um, Captain Kirk in his spaceship, the Enterprise, was chasing another spaceship with these lizard creatures called the Gorn. And this, this great powerful being said, enough! And he grabbed um, one person from each ship, the captain, uh, Captain Kirk, and then he grabbed the captain, the Gorn captain, and put him on a um, barren planet to fight it out. And whoever would win, um, the the being, the powerful being, would destroy the other race. And that's exactly, and that took place in the 60s. And that is exactly what we got with the Masters of the Universe filmation episode, The Arena, where yeah. a powerful being came to uh, Turnia and uh, said, enough, enough, and plucked He-Man and plucked Skeletor, put him on a barren planet and said, duke it out. And... Um, you know, you let you two decide. And ironically, they didn't even hide it. They called it the arena. Yeah. And just like the Star Trek episodes. So 
and there was a lot of start there was a lot of filmation episodes like that that um yeah. really made me appreciate um you know the cosmic comet had some of that feel it had just otherworldly it wasn't always just skeletor you know and his yeah. twirling his maniacal uh, mustache and saying yeah bumbling popes it was <laughs> it was <laughs> there i go again it was um it, it was more and uh and zodak seems to be star trekian to me and i would just like his appearance uh, I don't know how you can explain it. I don't know how it would enrich the story that much, but but he's sure. an AJ, a, a, yeah. AJ favorite. So I cool. would like him to come in. So that's that's all I have in regards to returning characters. Do you have I or want, not I want to go ahead? Yeah, I don't I don't have any new characters, but I do want to go back to returning characters because when I think that we didn't talk about was faker do do you think faker will come back you know he is a machine see this is where i was getting caught up on roboto when i first said no yeah he is, he is a machine um i'm still gonna say no for faker just that there's gonna be enough in five episodes that sure yeah uh, yeah, I'm going to say no. What do you say, Colt? I'll say yes, just to be contrarian. Uh, Makes it interesting. And I like Faker, and I like what they do with him in Revelation, so it'd be fun to see more of him. Yeah. Maybe, oh, a, rogue I, I, AI, maybe a rogue AI Faker would be fun. Uh, I think we both... Just, you finish. Where he's just on the warpath, not controlled by Skeletor. He's just roaming and destroying that would be fun. I think we both in uh, podcast episode two, where we um, discussed Faker and Masters Universe Revelation, and and I think we both really enjoyed uh, his appearance and his design and the way, like when his arms were severed, those tentacles can mm -hmm. reach out and just bring those arms right back on. So cool. yeah, so cool. And uh, you know what? I know this might be controversial. But give me that faker anytime over blue faker. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm... I, it's hard. It's I know blue faker is a classic, but it it's hard to look at him now that we have Revelation faker. So I I agree with you on that. I think Revelation figures is the superior faker. Yeah, he's the real dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just wish. Um... Mm, I wish on that Masterverse figure we, you know, we had those accessories—the hands, the the arms—that could be yeah, separated. Those, tentacle, those wires, and yeah, they would just be on the on on the floor and uh, or your display shelf, and you'd connect them with these little wires, and uh, be such a cool display. Be... Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Um, I think that is everything I have in my speculation. I know once we stop this podcast, I'm going to think of like 20 things more. Oh, I but, know. But uh, I don't know, Colt. Do you have uh, anything else to add? I mean, we we love the, the logo. I'll be honest with you, I would change the logo up because um, – it, it does look a little confusing when you look at it. I, I love the, the play on the name, Revelation and Revolution, and if they go Redemption or uh, Restitution <laughs> or, 
re rejuvenation. No, that probably wouldn't be. But, um, but I, I think they got to mix up the colors a little bit. I think to make it a little more aesthetically uh, stand out from one another. Okay. Yeah. I mean, otherwise you're looking I, like my shirt, right? It's just. It's just there. It, it'll just say revolution because wasn't the uh, wasn't it in red as well? I think so. Yeah. So maybe I think, just, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe just change it up with the the colors. I don't know. You know, I don't. I I I I do like the naming convention that they've gone with with revolution, and you know revelation and. Um, I Me too. I, I don't think yeah I don't think I have any I don't think I have any issues with it yeah it could be a little bit confusing. Right. But confusing in the same way that people still refer to revelation as revelations. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you, you know what I mean? I don't think it's that too big of a deal to me. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. You know, both start with a REV, right? Both mm -hmm. end with an N. So I just say, just mix the colors up. That's all. Instead of red. Sure. Just make it a different color so they can really stand out as, you know, if you have one underneath, one on top of another, or uh, you're listing both. But um, yeah, so that's what I would do with that. But otherwise, I love the name. And uh, maybe make it a little bit more battle damaged. I think that would be kind of cool. Give it a oh. war torn look. No, forget that. Forget that. Or, or I like that. Don't forget that. But how about cybernetic look to it? Right. That'd be cool too. Yeah. Like sparking with wires or you know or have or have like part of the red lettering like broken and falling down and exposing the wires beneath yeah. oh yeah 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 that's that that would be cool or just some sort of circuitry path on it you know or something to look a little more industrial you know something Give it, make it make it a uh, make it neon just do a neon oh, flashing neon sign revolution that would, that like would be neon. Awesome. i i would kind of dig that actually like the whole cyberpunk aesthetic yeah yeah, I think that would look great too. So, and then uh, in case no one has listened to our news video, what did you think about the um, the poster real quick? I love the poster actually. I like, yeah, I like it. I like the sword and the crown and Skeletor's uh, visage there. I think it's, yeah. it got me excited when I saw it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's beautifully rendered. Yeah. I don't think it's as epic as the initial reveal poster for revelation with the castle and the sword but i yeah, think what's this one's behind very me. Good. yeah 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 exactly but yeah. i think this one is very very cool yeah i like it too i like the um the green threw me off maybe at first but i understand it's 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 probably castle grayskull you know um you know if if i look at i kind of do art on the side I'm just amateur guys, but um, the green, the yellow, the light blue doesn't necessarily all work together in a in an eye-catching way. But I understand because it's more than just picking your favorite color for the 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 stone ground, right? It, it's mm -hmm. supposed to, it's it represents things. Um, it's supposed to rep invoke a feeling, and um, yeah, I like it too. I like it too, and. Um, you know, I'm excited about it, and I'm excited to see the uh, the new poster to come up. And I really hope that, um, you know, I really hope that 
we get maybe some more information during San, San Diego Comic-Con. You know, that'd be really yeah. nice. Yeah. I'm excited for that whenever they decide to drop a trailer for us. Yeah, I think that would be too early for SDCC this it's year. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely too early for it. But I am looking forward to it, especially if it's, you know, along the same energy as the holding out for a hero trailer they released the teaser trailer that was an yeah. exciting teaser i would just love to see some animation models you know or a, te a tease like that um would be sure very cool. you know maybe maybe some character sheets or something from powerhouse or just an something image along those lines i think would be kind of cool whoops an, an image of hordak right yeah yeah because that's really not a secret at this i point. wonder i wonder if we could if because we got a cast list pretty early for Revelation before we saw any images. We did. I wonder if we'll get a, a voice cast. Maybe. Announcement sooner than later. Do you know if Mattel's going to even have a presence at SDCC? I'm not sure about SDCC. I, I don't know that. I would hope so, because I want to see more. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I want to see new Masters figures. Oh yeah, Jeez. I need I well, need more. Come on. Well, <laughs> well, the last <laughs> announcement was just during their social media pages, which was uh, yeah. In a way, I want well, kind of feels anticlimactic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, versus yeah. you know at a at a convention somewhere, and then all these you know these toy guys come up and take photographs of. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. It's it it seems more fun to see them all on on the floor there all set yeah. up and i've always thought that was more fun yeah so yeah i guess hey guys that's another wish list too we hope we get tons of new masterverse figures for revolution you know heck yeah yeah but but please fish up Re uh, revelation first yeah <laughs> you know i mean there's some at, at least at least at least give aj a sorceress lynn figure and give me a sorceress tila figure and then we can do whatever other figures you want I will add one more to that list. Um, okay. Roboto, finish the fellowship. You know, I mean, you can have, you can have Tila and Duncan, and even though he's in his man in arms costume, um, and Beast Man and Orko, and uh, you know, you can have this and Andra, but you know, where's Roboto, yeah. right? So I want to be able to display that team. You know, I with, guess I with, want Adam. With, I guess I want Prince Adam too. With Lynn. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely want Prince Adam too. It's the first time I really want Prince Adam. Yeah, and that's a testament. I, yeah, to how great Adam was in the series. So he really was pretty great in the series. Yeah, and let's hope that continues. So, mm -hmm. all right, Colt, do you have anything else to add in our speculation podcast? I don't. I. I think. I'm, I think I feel pretty good about what we've talked about tonight. Yeah, me too. You too. And uh, I think we're nearing a hundred and uh, an hour and 40 minutes. And that's, yeah. uh, that's a good length. You know, we don't always have to go to two hours. No. <laughs> yeah. Or, or post two hours, I think was our last one. So. <laughs> that was a, that was a doozy. It was a big one. That was the doozy. Yep. But so. it's fun. We're having fun with it. That's what matters, right? Yep. We're having fun. And uh, we hope you guys out there are having fun too. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we, we want to thank you for listening to uh, today's podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please uh, consider subscribing. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe there. We're also available on Amazon, uh, Spotify, Podbean. Um, please leave us a comment below. Let us know um, how we're doing. Uh, we love the feedback. We might share the comments on the air. Let us know who you think is who, who's going to win the uh, <laughs> the contest we had today regarding um, you know what returning characters are actually going to return. I don't know. Let us know anything. We just love to hear from you. We, we we like we like when you guys interact with us. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, and uh, if you want to reach out to the um, podcast and contact us for any reason, you can email us at uh, fourturnia at gmail .com. And as always, visit us at fourturnia.com for the latest updates and news. And as well, you'll find us links to our social media pages that can help you stay up to date with all our content so that's it um thanks for listening fellow eternians and we'll see you next time uh, let the power return good night